This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, November 4th, 2018. Joshua, God is with you wherever you go. Isn't this just a glorious day to be part of God's creation? Amen? Amen. Today we begin our November series, uh, which focuses on Joshua and the Old Testament book that's named for him. This morning we'll be talking about how God is with you wherever you go. Good morning, Connection Church. We are so glad you're here, those of us who are at 100 West Green Street, and those of of you who are joining us online, we are thrilled that we have a very large community with us this morning. I want to give a shout out to uh, Kristen and Carl and Steve and my son-in-law, Kyle, praying for you, Kyle. And um, gosh, we've got Don and Stacy and Diane and so many. You know that if you can't be here on Sunday morning, please tune in at 11 o'clock on our Facebook page and, and you can uh, be with us uh, in our simulcast. Did I say my name? No. I'm Carrie Jones. Did she say your name? I didn't think so. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you so much for today. It's no accident that any one of us are, are here, are part of this, are listening. Lord, show us through your scripture what you want us to hear and experience. Thank you so much for your love and for your grace that covers us. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. All right, so have you ever heard the statement, those are some really big shoes to fill? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. That statement really has nothing to do with the size of shoes or boots, but everything to do with um, accomplishments of someone or reputation or their standing in the community or state or maybe even the world. Mm. I have personal experience with that. I, uh, um, when I became an agent with the Prudential way back June the 1st, 1981, I was taken over the agent for a guy named Jimmy Hitchens. Jimmy was retiring after 30 years of faithful uh, insurance service to the people of Seaford, Delaware. And Jimmy, well, Jimmy was what I would call a gentleman. He was just truly a gentleman. He was a ge- very gentle spirit about him. He cared about his clients. And, and he was just a great guy. And as a result, he sold a lot of insurance. Um, everybody, everybody in Seaford knew Jimmy. And, and I don't think we ever met anybody who didn't like him. And not only did, did they like him, but they trusted him. He's the type of guy when I would review somebody's policies, I'd say, so why did you buy this one? He said, Jimmy told me I needed it, so I bought it, you know? I mean, that's a guy that uh, is, a, is a real blessing to follow in the, if you're in sales, insurance sales, because there's a trust level there that, that carries over. And so I was uh, blessed to, to be following Jimmy in the insurance business. But at the same token, those were some pretty big shoes to fill when I stepped in there. Yeah. You did a great job filling those shoes. Maybe you've been in that situation before. You know, big shoes to fill. It could be at work. It could be volunteering somewhere. It could be right here at church where somebody's done something and you're stepping into a new role. Role, 
big shoes to fill. It's when somebody did something very, like, really good, exceptional, and um, they're remembered fondly, they're appreciated greatly. Following someone like this could be a really good thing, um, like when Alan followed Jimmy, but it also can be a little intimidating and challenging to fill big shoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a page ahead there. Um, well, we find such a situation when we open the book of Joshua, the, the, the sixth book of the Old uh, Testament, um, that first part of the Bible. The Israelites are at the edge of the Jordan River, ready to cross in the promise, into the promised land after 40 years of wandering in the desert. Can you imagine a 40-year hiatus before you're able to cross over? Moses has died, the leader, their leader for that 40-year journey, and the mantle of leadership has been passed to Joshua, who was his second-in-command, and now it's his job to lead these people. His job is to fill those shoes of Moses. Can you imagine trying to shoe, excuse me, fill Moses' shoes? Well, let's talk about Moses for a moment. Moses was the guy who God talked to on the mountain while he was tending his father-in-law's sheep, and he talked to him through a bush that was burning but did not burn up. That's the Moses we're talking about. Moses was the guy who went toe-to-toe with Pharaoh. God asked him to go toe-to-toe and demand freedom for God's people. Moses was the one who stood at the edge of the Red Sea. He raised his staff. He watched God part the waters. The Hebrew people went across, and he also watched God uh, put the river over and obliterate the, the uh, Pharaoh's army and the chariots. Wow. It was Moses who led God's people, like two million of them, give or take, 40 years in the desert. It was Moses who went up on the mountain and God gave him the Ten Commandments, the tablet, and it was Moses' job to come down and share that with God's people. Wow. Really big shoes to fill. Moses was a big guy. We find in the book of Deuteronomy that, in fact, his shoes might never be filled Let me read to you Deuteronomy chapter 34, verses beginning at verse 10. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. Mm, Big shoes. Big shoes that will never be filled, according to Scripture. You know, but here's the thing. We don't think God puts us here to fill other people's shoes. He puts us here to fill our own shoes. The shoes that God gives us to fill. The shoes that we've been created to fill. We're here to be who God calls us to be, to fulfill the God, the call God puts on our own life. You're here to be the person that God intended when God first thought of you so long, long ago. 
And so, with that in mind, God is here with us. No matter where, no matter when, no matter what, no matter who, God's here to help make that happen. That's what the Lord shared with Joshua. He, he spoke to him and told him, hey, Moses is dead. It's your time, Joshua. It's your time. It's time for you and all the Hebrew people to get ready to cross the Jordan River into that land that God had given them. They were going to get all that God had promised Moses. And God then outlined again the boundaries of the territory that they would receive. And he said that no one would be able to stand against them. None of those, uh, what they at one time thought were the giants that made them feel like grasshoppers. They would not stand against them. God promised to be with Joshua as he had been with Moses, never leaving or forsaking him. And then God shares this with Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Say strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. Thank you. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Very good. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it night, day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. You guys are a quick study. You're good. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God, say it with me, will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and courageous. God's saying, don't be weak. Don't be uh, afraid. Don't be discouraged. Be strong. Be courageous. He says it not once, not twice, but three times. You know, when... In the Bible, we see Jesus say three times, like very, 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 or truly, truly, truly. That means, listen up, there's some important things. Three times. And it's interesting because Joshua has been strong and courageous to this point, but this is a powerful reminder that he needs to be even more strong and more courageous. Just a little backstory here. Near the beginning of the 40-year journey through the desert, after the Lord gave the people quail to eat, and we talked about that last week, we find in the book of Numbers, which is in the Old Testament, we see that God is telling Moses to send some people across that same Jordan River to explore the land. He sends 12 out, one from each tribe, and they're on this 40-day spying expedition. When the skies, when the skies, when the spies returned, they gave Moses this account. They said, We went into the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. And then they continued to whine by saying, We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. Mm. So that report was enough to stir up the Israelite community. 
to the point of grumbling, wondering why God had sent them out there to die by the sword. (laughs) Now, two of the spies, just two out of the 12, Caleb and Joshua, shared that this land was exceedingly good and that if the Lord was pleased with them, he would lead them into this land flowing with milk and honey. Now, there weren't real rivers of milk. You know, flowing milk and honey means milk means the, the animals are reproducing, producing milk for the babies. That means the, 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 the animal kingdom is flourishing, and then honey happens when the bees have a lot to pollinate. So both the plants and the animals are flourishing in this land, flowing with milk and honey. They said that they, this is Joshua and Caleb, they should not rebel against the Lord, nor should they be afraid of this people of this land that God, Lord, was giving them because they, the Israelites, would swallow up these other people. These giants that make these other guys feel like grasshoppers, Joshua and Caleb say, we're going to swallow them up. They said the Lord was with them. And they should not be afraid. This, this result in the Israelite people, sure, they, they really came on board. They wanted to stone them to death at that point. Joshua and Caleb, that is. Long story short, this caused God to say, hmm, wow, these guys are rebelling. I'm going to give them a little time to cool down. Forty years. <laughs> they were ready to cross the river. He was ready for them to cross the river. All right, cool down. 40-year detour, just long enough for the naysayers to die off, two generations, while at the same time preparing the next generations, the one that would go in, hardening them up. You know, desert life is not easy, is it? So the challenges of the desert prepared them for the challenges they would face once they actually did cross the river into the promised land more immediately. God struck down the wimpy ten spies. That's Alan, the wimpy there. The the wimpy ten spies with a plague, leaving just the two faithful, Joshua and Caleb, from that group of 12. Interesting, though, 40 years later, there they are at the river, ready to cross. Caleb, a mighty warrior, 85 years old. And what's he say? He says, let me have the mountain. Give me the hill country that you promised me. 85, he's still kicking tail and taking names. You love this guy. And then Joshua, he's the, uh, the BMIC at this point, the big man in charge. He's, he's the guy, and they're ready to cross the river into what God had promised. Wow. This is an important scripture in the life of our church. <laughs> our lead team, Paul, you were the one. You were leading the charge. For us, and I know Murray was there. I don't know if anybody else in the room. We had Mike. It was it was a crazy time, and we were praying about the land, and that scripture was revealed in a powerful way. And I can still remember you, Paul, saying, "Caleb is 85," and he said, "Give me that hill country, and we're claiming that land." And God gave us that land. To God be the glory. This scripture is near and dear to us because it shows us God is today the same as yesterday, as tomorrow, and we can trust. We can trust. 
And so Joshua, he has been strong and courageous from way, way back, but God reminds him again as Joshua is in this new leadership opportunity. He's not the second guy in charge anymore. He is the leader. <coughs> the whole Hebrew community is on his shoulders, and God puts him in charge, not Moses. And so God reminds him of two primary things, be strong and be courageous, but there's one more super important thing that he reminds him. And here we are at the end of this scripture, verse 9. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Mm. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And how, will, how is one able to do this? Because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. Yeah. Say it with me, except I want you to substitute a little bit in here. Instead of do not be afraid, say, well, I like that little addition from it. Say, I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. Say, I will not be discouraged. I will not be discouraged. For the Lord my God. For the Lord my God. Will be with me. Will be with me. Wherever I go. Wherever I go. Amen, amen, and amen. Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. You, you can continue to be strong and courageous, God says, just as you've been all along, Joshua. Even though now the stakes are higher, your responsibilities are greater, and the demands at times are going to seem maybe even unbearable. Don't be afraid, Joshua. Don't be discouraged, because I, the Lord your God, will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. No matter where, I will be with you, the Lord says. This is a theme that we find throughout the entire scripture. I will be with you always, always. So back when Moses was preparing his people to cross into the promised land without him, he was sharing that the Lord would go ahead of them and that Joshua would go ahead of them as well. And here's what he says to his people. Be strong and courageous. There it is again. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. And then years later, in that most memorable of the Psalms, the one most of us know, many of us know, probably the most well-known, Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm, King David wrote it because he finds great comfort in knowing that the Lord is with him. And we find great comfort from these words that David shared. Psalm 23, even the, say it with me, will you? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yeah. And then many years later, God speaks through the prophet Isaiah and again encourages his people that he will be with them always. He writes, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. And then we find Jesus himself as he's preparing the disciples for life without him. He offers comfort and strength 
And uh, the, last, uh, the last verses from uh, the account given to us from Matthew, and this is what Jesus shares. He says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Say it with me. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And then we have the book of Romans. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, offers this tour de force of how God is with us no matter what. <coughs> For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Mm. Yeah. There's more. You know, we could, <laughs> we could go on for a long time with, uh, with these, but I think you get the point. Over and over and over again, we're reminded, just as Joshua was reminded, that God is with us. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter who we with, we're with, God is with us, and God loves us. So much so that God sent his one and only son in the flesh to be with us, and then sacrificed that one and only son, that we might be forgiven, that, that we might be free from our sin, that, that we might not just be with God now, but through eternity. That's how much God loves us. That's how much God is and wants to be with us. And so we shared in the beginning of this message that God didn't put you here to fill someone else's shoes. He put you here to fill your own shoes. God created you special just the way you are. Your shoes look different than my shoes. My shoes look different than someone else's shoes. A huge part of walking with Jesus, a, be, a huge part of being a follower with Jesus is to be comfortable in the shoes that God gives us and to walk it out, to embrace the gifts that you have been given, the way God has created you and made you. And how can we do that? Because of God's promise to be with us always so we can be strong and courageous because he is with us wherever we go. Mm. So in a few short weeks, we'll be crossing over into the promised land that God has given us. Yeah, yeah, we can clap. Yeah. So we, we don't have a date yet. Yeah. We're not holding out on you. We're all in this together. That's We're why all I just said waiting. a few. I, that's, uh, Several. 4744 Summit Bridge Road. You know... It's been quite a project. <laughs> it's been quite a project. It's uh, been filled with some obstacles that, that even seemed insurmountable at the time. It seemed like those giants on the other side of the river when the spies were looking around there. But, you know, one by one, God has taken those giants and eliminated those obstacles and cleared the path for the construction of this building that we're soon going to be calling home. Yeah. And we've been strong and courageous, for the most part, <laughs> just as God has called us 
God been with us through this, through this project? It hasn't been a 40-year project, but it's been 11. Sometimes seemed like 40, <laughs> but it's been 11. It's been a long project, but God has been with us every step of the way, mighty and faithful. Yeah. Be strong and courageous. I admit to you that I have spent time in my office crying my eyes out because I feel like the little grasshopper with this crazy big thing and looming in front of us. But then I get reminded by God's people who happen to come into the office and pray over me or just the general prayers of the people or my own connection with God. That reminder, be strong and courageous. I am with you. I have a purpose and a plan for you, for our church. And so as we cross over into that promised land, God will open up new opportunities for each one of us in our own shoes. You might be doing something completely different. God might call you to something that is absolutely incredible. God has got this. God's already got figured out the food ministry and how we're going to figure that out. God's already got it figured out what we're going to do about the Peach Festival. God's got all this figured out. We can be strong and courageous. We just need to get in the shoes that God's given us and be and embrace who we are and whose we are. Because we have a mission. It's our mission personally and corporately to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers, and it takes all of our shoes together to do it. You know... We can be like the spies who crossed over the river and came back with the report, those 10 spies, and, you know, oh, my goodness, there's grasshoppers. I'm scared to death. Or we can be like Joshua and Caleb, knowing that God is with us. And because of that, we can meet any challenge that comes our way. You can meet any challenge that comes your way in your life in your household, in your job, in your relationship. God will be with you wherever you go. So CCC, here's a call to action this morning. And that call to action is this, fill the shoes that the Lord has given to you and will continue to give you. As we're talking about up the road, not only will we keep reconfigure what we do, but there are going to be opportunities we haven't even dreamed of yet that the Lord is going to place. And they're going to be shoes, our shoes, filling those shoes that will make that happen. You fill the shoes. Not by trying to be somebody else. Not by being somebody that you aren't. Fill those shoes being the person that God made you to be. Because God made you in His image, child of God receiving a full share of the inheritance of your Father in heaven. You can fill those shoes that God has given you. You can fill them. The opportunities He's put in your path, the challenges that God calls you to take on. Yeah. You can be strong. You can be courageous, no matter where, no matter what, no matter with whom. Because just like Joshua God is with you no matter where you go. That's the good news. 
Let's believe it and let's live it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you for the promises found in Scripture where you will never leave us for, or forsake us, where that tell us that you are with us always. Thank you for this tangible reminder of your presence with us as we enter into this holy time, holy communion. And we thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son to show us that you are with us forever and that we have life with you now and always. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.